Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to the Golf Guide Podcast. I am your host, Kyle Serlo. It is great to be back with you guys. And uh, I've got a very special episode of the podcast today. I am joined uh, by none other uh, than my co-host, Jess Stemak, uh, to talk about a issue that is very near and dear to our hearts. Um, there was an article that came out in the Press Democrat newspaper last week that the City Council of Santa Rosa is uh, potentially looking into hiring a consultant to um, perhaps repurpose um, the land that currently, you know, Bennett Valley Golf Course, my basically where I spent my entire childhood, uh, uh, is looking into maybe redeveloping it, maybe changing it into a, a six or a twelve-hole golf course, uh, or maybe getting rid of the golf course altogether to build soccer fields and apartments and things like that. And uh, it it is something that has. Uh, you know, consumed most of the conversations I've had with friends and people here in uh, in Santa Rosa where I live. Um, and, you know, who better than to bring on the one of the golf professionals at Benna Valley um, uh, to talk about all this. So, yeah, that that is what we are going to be talking about for most of this podcast. Uh, we do touch very, very briefly at the end on, uh, you know, Jordan Spieth's round at the Waste Management Open, a little bit about uh, this weekend's Pebble Beach Pro-Am. But, you know, 98% of this podcast is uh, all things Benna Valley Golf Course and what is going on right now. So I hope you guys enjoy. Uh, and uh, yeah, without any further delay, enjoy this episode of the Golf Guide Podcast, everybody. It's been a while. Been uh, inundated with uh, questions. Golf course has been busy. Um, continues to be busy. Um, playing a little golf here and there. Just uh, keep trucking. Nothing really changes uh, around here, you know. It's uh, it's funny. I've never had more requests yeah. for a podcast. Yeah. Of, like people like, hey, <laughs> you and Jess need to get together and, and help us figure out what the hell is going on with the Bennett Valley Golf Course stuff. So. Um, real quick, for anybody that's listening that's not from Santa Rosa, first of all, we apologize. It's going to be a somewhat local, heavy yeah. uh, podcast night. Um, I'm, you know, long story short, uh, Santa Rosa, California, a city of 176,000 people, you know, give or take a few thousand, uh, has one public golf course, one municipal golf course, and uh, there was an article printed in the Press Democrat last week um, that the city council is hiring a firm of some sort to do a study uh, to you know look into the possibility of repurposing mm -hmm. um, this land, uh, possibly for housing, uh, possibly removing the golf course altogether. And it has since rattled uh, <laughs> yes. the community of uh, Santa Rosa and very specifically the, the community of Bennett Valley, of which mm -hmm. you are a, you know, a centerpiece of boat. So <laughs> I, I, it's... This has been all-consuming. It feels like since that article came out, and yeah. uh, as as you're mentioning, I, ha, what is the longest amount of peaceful time you've had in the last ten days without somebody coming and asking you about this? Outside of time, you get to yourself at your own home. Yeah, I mean, uh, haven't exactly turned the phone off yet, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, the sleep is good. Uh, the battery sure goes on the phone, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's been. Uh, you know it's we'll get into it but it's uh yeah the the um it's not just uh it's i mean 
everyone in the Bay Area adores Bennett Valley. It's not just the residents. Obviously, the rev- the residents are going to get fired up. But, I mean, it's I've heard from a lot of people that live in the East Bay and San Francisco. It's like are you, I come up once or twice a month. Like, that's my jam. Um, so, hopefully, hopefully our city council can, can sort of get informed. Um, you know, it was, it was kind of a shotgun proposal by the city uh, administration to bring in the the real estate guys from CBRE and, um, you know, I, I, I made a big post, uh, tagging the article. I, th- I thought it was, uh, the author probably took what he wanted to. And, and it was, even the meeting, uh, you know, you can, you can find it on the city of Santa Rosa website. I felt it was like it was biased and misleading. Um, so it's just, uh, you know, I, I think hopefully once the, the city council members get the, actual information that they deserve um because the thought of closing down one of the most popular golf courses in northern california right now just seems ludicrous uh it doesn't i mean in my post i i think i asked the the question does does this add up like four or five times in my in my rant um well yeah it wasn't really a rant i mean i had to like based if you if you didn't know what was going on and you just read the article you're like oh wow and that's not the case. This nothing, nothing's a done deal. It was in the article. It was said that, you know, it had been formally voted on, which is not true. Um, the city attorney was there. She let everyone know. Um, you know, it's because it's a, it's a contract uh, north of a hundred thousand dollars. It has to go to a formal vote. And um, yeah, so it's still a lot of stuff to uh, sift through that, that we'll get to. But um, yeah, man, inundated, um, and it's it's our, it's our spot. I mean, it's where we learn to play and we're not the only ones, um, you know, and, no. and, uh, you know, just thinking about all the youth, you know, our age that went through the junior program started by Rodney, Rodney Wilson and bowl and Jim, and Bob, and, and that are there now, you know, either annual members or coming in from the city or when they're home on vacation, it's like the first thing they do is they book a tea time at BV, which you got to do a week out right now. But, um, it's, it's just that, that, you know the six almost like you could almost play the game six degrees of Bennett Valley. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like you go somewhere and it's like you're you're gonna know a, a, a couple friends away from a connection. Like oh yeah, Bennett Valley, Santa Rosa, love it. Um, <laughs> it's it's just there's not many courses that have kind of that like that real just kind of home home cooking feel. Um, and it would be an absolute shame if it if it left. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, granted, I am. We could talk com- for four I, dude, hours. I'm, I'm completely biased in, yeah. in this conversation, just to be totally transparent to everybody. You know, I mean, obviously, you're currently, you know, one of the golf professionals at Bennett Valley. Yeah. You know, you're you're a high school golf coach whose team's home course is Bennett Valley. Mm-hmm. Uh, my very first job ever was at Bennett Valley. The day I turned 14, I got my parents' signature on a work work permit. Yep. Turned in my application to Bennett Valley. I got hired five days later. I worked there until I moved away for college. Yep. Right. You know, I played high school golf there. I'm completely in the tank. Like Bennett Valley is, to me, one of the most special places in my life. You know, and 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 I know that I am one of thousands, maybe one of tens of thousands of people. Tens for sure. Yeah. That that hold Bennett Valley in this high esteem. I mean, it's. I I I think you hit a. You know, (laughs) you made a great point. It's not even just a Santa Rosa thing. I mean, I would go so far to say that Bennett Valley is probably one of the most beloved municipal golf courses in California. Not a lot of turnover there. 
Um, no, no. <laughs> between John and Bob and Jim and, and myself. I mean, I, you know, I'm getting on the Rangers. And they're like, well, you never did this. And I'm like, yes, I did. Like, I've been working here since 1999. What are you talking about? <laughs> I was doing this job before you were born. So, um, you know, you, you don't really, I don't, I, I don't realize, you know, just how big of a part of my life it's been. Um, and I'm not the only one that could say, it. I mean, it's, it's just, uh, one way or another, it's touched everyone, whether it's you've played there once or you haven't played it yet, but you've heard about it or you're an annual there and you've been playing there 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, 50 years when it opened in 69. It's a, it's a very unique place. Um, you know, <laughs> you talk about the staff in the pro shop, Donnie Bauer, the superintendent's been there forever. Steve T has been working there. You know, he started working there weekends in high school. Um, that, you know, he's been there since the start, since the jump, you know. Uh, so it's it's um, it's a passion thing, total passion thing. And that just, uh, like I said, we could go on and on about it, but it's, uh, yeah, man, it, 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 it really hits home. That's true. We, we, we could go on. So yeah, let's, let's, uh, let's hit everybody with some of the details of, of yeah. what's going on here, right? So in that article that came out, um, as, as we mentioned before, essentially they want to do some kind of a study mm-hmm. um, to figure out if this, you know, the golf course is really – worthwhile and what prompted this i guess is some debt that the city owes on this stupid ass clubhouse they built um what what year yeah so that, I, don't, I, I, mean, I think i think that was happening while i was in college because I, I yeah they decided to do it in 2005 yeah okay um it opened in 2008 the new pro shop building which was 10 percent of what legends cost um their original budget was 6.2 million dollars for legends it's not legends anymore i should say the clubhouse building the clubhouse um, building the clubhouse thank building. you um they only went four million dollars over budget kyle on a six million dollar project that's yeah, not that's not bad it, I mean, it was only four mil so um you know the golfers that paid for the paid for the clubhouse to be built with their green fee money now they're like being told that not only that building that's not available to them was for them but the golf course might not be available to them anymore um you can imagine the uh the uproar from the uh the guys that have been there a long time that have really paid for it through their you know there's guys have been playing their their entire life um and so every week for their entire life spanning many 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 decades yeah it's i mean it's it's a routine thing so you know i don't know if you're familiar with how um building things works but you know most of the time it's not paid for in full at the start you have to finance these things and so they've already they're already on the downside of it um you know it was 10.2 and they owe four mil so i'm looking at it from a completely different angle than they are going oh we still owe four mil it's like no you only owe four mil and by the way Everyone that knew anything about this decision in 2005 was totally against it. Okay, so not only did you make a horrible decision, you made it in 2005 with it opening in 2008. I don't know if you remember, but there was a little bit of an economic collapse in 2008. Mm. Okay. Mm, You don't say. That shit kind of hit the fan a little bit. So, you know, on top of that, you toss in some fires, some, some, you know, uh, what's this thing a global pandemic is that what we're calling this covid thing um despite that 
rounds went up from 40,000 rounds in 2019 to six, over 60,000 rounds, including, including Kyle, a five, no, not five weeks, seven week shutdown. Okay. Course was closed for 48 days from the middle of March to May. And I used to go on my walks when that course was closed and it was in phenomenal condition. Okay. So who knows how many rounds we're leaving out there. Okay. Let's say comfortably we're leaving out eight to 10. You're talking about shutting down a golf course that's going to do 70,000 rounds. And just for anybody listening to this who is not, doesn't work in, you know, work in golf and have an idea of what, you know, how busy of that, that, you know, that indicates a golf course. Top 1%. 70,000 rounds. There's really not, (laughs) I could think of maybe one or two other courses that I know of that maybe get that many rounds. Like maybe. Yeah, maybe maybe per, Presidio, per, Presidio for sure, maybe, and then maybe 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 Carica, uh, Griffith Park down in L.A. Like yeah. a couple of like the you know the super super, but at, at the same time, it's possible those don't even get seventy. I mean, yep. seventy thousand rounds is an absurd. That's how many. That and so and, that, and I'm there and, for and just, most and, of them. So well, let's see. And just for a little I, I context, I can tell you how busy it is. At forty thousand rounds a year in 2019, yeah. you're still one of the busiest golf courses in the entire Bay Area, are you not? For, oh, absolutely. You, you know what yeah. I mean? It's, it's like forty thousand rounds a year is wild i mean that these is numbers that is incredibly useful. successful these numbers would have been useful in the presentation you don't tell you don't say <laughs> so like yeah. i was like if i know you're obviously just guessing here but you know forty thousand rounds a year puts it in what percentile in terms of you know rounds played of golf courses top 15 top 20 percent i was yeah i would say like maybe you know top 15 top 10 yeah i mean that that, that is a busy Absolutely. busy golf course yeah um yeah and so a biz a golf course that was already getting as you know you know, one of the five busiest golf courses in the entire San Francisco Bay Area. You got four million people. You have hundreds of thousands of people in the Bay Area that play golf. And this is probably one of the ten busiest golf courses in the whole Bay Area. Let me ask you something, Kyle. As a, as a you know, you, you got a business acumen about you. Would you be interested in being part of a business where the gross revenue went up thirty seven percent? Okay. Normally, I'd I'd probably say yes, but. See, I was going to the moon a couple weeks ago, man. I was, I was all in on GameStop. You know, we're, we're growing hundreds of percent, you know, that's, that's every single day. So now 37% barely faces me, but yeah. in any normal situation boat, yeah, yeah I, I think 37% sounds pretty good. Yeah, so uh, I forget the movie. Um, I, I, it'll come to me, but he's like, is that something you might be interested in? And he just keeps asking the questions. Um but yeah, it, it kind of, that's, you know, in my rant, I asked four times, what does this add up to anyone else? Um, you've already got the land, Kyle. Okay. The golf course is already there. You've already redone the greens over 22 years ago from, you know, it was like a five-year process. And then anyone who has played at Bennett Valley at any time of the year knows that there's some of the best surfaces you're going to put on private, resort, public, muni. It doesn't matter. They're fantastic greens among the golfing community bennett valley has a sterling reputation for its course conditions um really the only knock that you'll ever hear people say about bennett valley is that it doesn't drain particularly well so it doesn't it doesn't place it's you know it's great after a lot of rain but i mean it sits on adobe clay there's not much they can there's not much you can do they can't really do much about the water table either yeah um so it um yeah i mean there's just so many things so many red flags um and, you know, the city is, you know, they're trying to clear their, their sheet um, 
to anyone, you know, that doesn't know. And, you know, they don't know all the numbers, um, you know, how long it's been there, okay? Everything that's done, the green fee increases that took place, redoing the greens, putting cart paths in in the 80s. It, the golf course just keeps evolving. And just like any other structure, okay, there's maintenance costs involved. Okay, everyone's like, oh, we, we don't want to spend this. We don't want to spend $2 million on the irrigation system is over 50 years old. I'll say the last one got a lot of run. It's, like, it's, it's over 50 years old. Okay. $2 million so, for an irrigation system, even that lasts you 20 years. You're like stealing money at that so, point. You know, I wish I would have, I wish I would have brought this up in the meeting last night with Mayor Rogers. If one of those, if this goes through and they decide to do the study and pay CBRE, it's looking like $150,000 <laughs> for some information that they could, one, get from the operator, or two, if they if they knew how to work that Google.com website, they could probably find out because everything's public knowledge. How cool okay. would it be if they took that $150,000 and put it towards this debt that they keep complaining about? I, I, I mean, <laughs> I don't think, come on, that, that seems just too logical. Isn't that too logical? I mean, I know it, I know I'm oversimplifying it, but like yeah. you know, a layman, uh, a layman one you know is, is allowed to ask questions like this. Yeah, that's just come on, Carl. That's way too logical. Um, it's just it, <laughs> I I'm getting worked up talking about it now again, but it's just uh, a, a lot of the things just don't add up. Um, well, it's frustrating. But uh, hundred fifty thousand dollars to 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 possibly think about, and then the presentation by the CBRE. They had their VP of such and such who let the other guy absolutely sit on the grenade. I don't know if this guy, Doug Main, who's air quotes, I'm air quoting here. He's the golf expert for CBRNE. And listening to this gentleman talk about golf, I was like, I think I might have known more about golf and its impact when I was eight years old. Uh, (laughs) I can't tell you how many times I've either been texted or commented like, the golf expert in quotes that was hard to listen to um and obviously you know do you think that bringing in a real estate executive not one but two into a study session by city administration for city council is that does that if they do the report do you think they're honestly going to say you know what I don't think you guys should develop here. I don't, I don't think, I don't think you guys should look at real estate. We're not in real estate. Well, okay. We are in real estate, but we don't think that you guys should consider building on the golf course. Do you think that is scenario is ever going to play out? Of course they're going to say, you know what? You could do a lot of things here. And I'm just going right out of the start. You're letting the fox. A lot of people have said you're letting the fox in the hen house. Okay, from get go, you're just <laughs> the, the well is poisoned. Okay, as soon as I saw that, I was like, well, that doesn't bode well. Why are you here? Who invited you? Uh, I believe five city council members from the city of Santa Rosa. If one, <laughs> yeah, five, five <laughs> to two, and. <laughs> When the golf expert started talking about the possibility of a six, nine, or 12-hole golf course, when you already have one of the most successful municipal courses in California, not you know, if not in the nation, 
that is very likely in the country self-sufficient and if you take away the legends the the clubhouse building debt it is self-sufficient it's an enterprise it makes money here's the other thing a very profitable enterprise at that too and our good friend rodney wilson who runs a uh, municipal course for the, the city of sunnyville down in the south bay he goes jess the difference between a public course and a municipal course is a municipal course is there for its residents it's a park. It's not. It's not intended to make money and pay for ten point two million dollar buildings. That's not the intention. It's there for its residents and the neighbors of the residents. Okay, a public golf course is someone buying land for profit. I'm going to build a golf course to make. I'm. I'm not just going to buy land to lose money. Okay. This is 1969. This golf course has been here since then. Okay. All it has done is taken care of its residents and gotten better and better and better as a golf course. That's all it does. It's 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 matured. Anyone who has started playing the golf course, say in the mid '80s, late '80s, like I did, it's a completely different golf course. Okay, I mean it is. If you're spraying it, you're going to get your butt whooped. It's a stout golf course. All these golfers that come from Oakmont and Windsor, uh, you know, you know, and I see it in the in the San Rosa City Championship. Oh, this golf course just kicks my butt. I'm like, well, because you actually got to hit a fairway. At those other courses, you can absolutely spray it wherever you want. You can hit a ball 75 yards offline, and you might have a better angle to a flag. At Bennett Valley, no, 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 no. No, sir. No. It's a stout golf course. It stands up on its own, and it's just – it's so enjoyable. I, I So I told the story, and I guess I broke up a little bit in the meeting last night. Yesterday, I paired up. Uh, two high school freshmen, one boy, one girl from Rio Creo, with two ladies that had to be that uh, sixty five plus. They they might they may be vaccinated, Kyle, for COVID. Okay, excellent. And the way they were painting the picture was that it's just a bunch of old people that play Bennett Valley, and that could not be farther from the truth. Couldn't be farther from the truth. And if you're one of those council members that is thinking that way, I'll invite you out. I'll invite you out. I will pay for your green fee personally out of my very dismal bank account. But I will pay for you to come enjoy the golf course and just take a look around. Take in the whole experience. You know, deer, some walking, some riding, push carts. The pace of play has been fantastic. The course is in. Anyone who knows anything about greens like we talked about, they're just they're so good. They're so true. You don't hit a putt going, ah, why did it do that? It's like it broke the way it's supposed to. <laughs> if you miss a putt, it's your fault. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but it's just a it's a family environment, it's a home cooking environment. Um I just can't believe they would want to take that away from their residents. And then they getting back to the one thing I wanted to say, if this does pan out and they they do develop it for whatever Take away the entire 18-hole championship course or part of it or whatever. Somewhere down the line, someone is going to go, let's build a golf course. Why don't we have a golf course? Someone in the back is going to yell. He's going to like put down his drink and be like, we had a great one, dummy. That's a scenario that could play out. Not just could, would absolutely play out yeah. if this closed because – uh, and again, this is something that was brought up. Uh, and, and by the way, when he says the meeting, um, 
the mayor of Santa Rosa and hosted good, good a uh, hosted a, a Zoom meeting last night that Three was hours. open to all. He was planning on doing an hour, and there were so many people that showed up and wanted to talk. And what three three hours three it went? Hours. And anybody that wanted to talk was allowed to talk for as long as they wanted. Which again, it's incredible my, poise and incredible patience by democracy in action, baby. Oh it, my goodness, it was it, fantastic. I, like I felt like Leslie Knope last night. I just wanted yep. that ship into my veins, you know. Yep. Um, and yeah, it's just it, it was. There was not a lot of people in that chat last night that were in support of uh, development. Yeah, no, <laughs> and I, I think there was a and there was a very broad, you know, diverse group of Santa Rosa residents totally in there last night, and not a single one of them wanted this thing taken away. And there was a lot of non-golfers. Yeah, absolutely. in there last Ad- night too. Admittedly, yeah, admittedly. And that, that all came up and said, "I don't play golf." Yeah, and like you can't take this away. This is something I love. It just it's a part of my community. Yeah. Um. I can't, can't remember, but yeah, in, in that Zoom meeting last night with Mayor Rogers, um, there were so many great points brought up. And as you were saying, you know, it's absolutely going to happen if this thing gets taken away. Yep. Somebody's going to say, build one. Well, <laughs> last night, I, I actually was not planning on speaking. I was, yeah, you know, glad you I, I, you I, kept on, I kept on looking at my, my clock. Like, I got to go to bed. Yeah. I got to get up early. Was, but then someone said something and just triggered something. Yep. And it was something along the lines of, you know, hey, when a golf course closes, it's actually really beneficial for the other golf courses in the community because golfers are still going to golf. So then the mm-hmm. other golf courses become more successful. And <laughs> it just, the logic was so crazy because, by the way, there's no other golf courses to go to right now, Jess. Yeah. Every golf course in Sonoma County right now is sold out. Every tee time for the most part. Like, there, there is nowhere to go. And Santa Rosa is a city of 176,000 people. Benna Valley is the only 18-hole public golf course, not just municipal course, the yeah. only 18-hole public golf course in a city serve with 176,000 people. Yep. I dare you to find me another town or city of 150,000-plus people that does not have a golf course for its citizens. Yeah. And no, let, find, a, find a town over 100,000 people that prides itself and basically identifies as a tourist destination oh for sure like the, the, on the, the city's website of, uh, um john's wife uh so laura whiting came on the zoom oh last night God. and she absolutely knocked it out of the park basically was commenting on you know she went onto the city's website to see what they say about Benna valley and they rave about it as a source of civic pride you know boast that it is by the way it's one Apparently, Fifth. apparently, it needs to be updated. Yeah, apparently, it needs to be. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, wait, how how many times, how many years in a row has Benna Valley won uh, the Reader's I, Choice? You know, for like the I think North Northwood got it this year, but it was okay. boy, I'm I'm look, I got the plaques in my mind. I want to say, like, oh, you mean the golf course in Sonoma County that was designed by the same guy that designed Augusta National? Yeah. Uh, is is the kind of course that goes back and forth with Benna Valley for the Reader's Choice of Sonoma yeah, County? Yeah. So, it's. It's absolutely 2012 absurd. 2012 to 2020, maybe? Well, Pretty good run. And, and this is something that I wish I had thought of when I was talking in the meeting last night. And, you know, a big reason that they're considering doing this is also, in in addition to building, you know, developments in terms of apartments and things like that, yep. they're also doing it because they feel like they need to build more soccer fields. Oh. That the city of Santa Rosa doesn't have enough recreational space for soccer and things like that. Although, granted, uh, do you think it has more soccer fields or golf yeah. courses? I mean, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, like... Um, and, and what's crazy is, you know, Mayor Rogers addressed this in the meeting last night because some people were saying, Hey, I go by Benna Valley all the time. Golf course is always busy. Yeah. 
and Gal- Galvin Park, which is right next to Ben yeah. and I, which has a whole bunch of soccer fields, a softball field. Mm-hmm. A lot of times I'll go to the golf course. Golf course is full, and there's just a couple people practicing out on the soccer fields. Yeah. And the mayor responded by saying, yeah, well, I mean, I, okay, I know it say that maybe you've seen, but trust me, we get a lot of calls and we a lot of requests from people in the city requesting more soccer fields. And that during the times that people want to play soccer, mm-hmm. there's not enough soccer fields. Yeah. And I wish I had thought of this last night so I could say, huh, do you think there's enough 10 a.m. Saturday tea times for everybody in Santa Rosa that wants one? Yeah. Like, of course. Yeah. The times that people want to go play, every golf course here is busy. All the yeah. soccer fields are busy. What do you think is busier and you know, in less ideal times, in the evenings at, you know, yeah. or I'd say during weekdays at, you know, t- 10 a.m. when people, a lot of people are at work. Mm-hmm. The soccer fields are the golf courses. Yeah. The golf course is perhaps one of the most utilized parks. Oh, for sure. Not, not just in Santa Rosa, but typically anywhere. I mean, when you're talking tens of thousands of people using it every single year, yeah. uh, Bennett Valley is absolutely that case. So this whole thing about Santa Rosa needing more soccer fields because there's more demand for them, you know, at peak times. Well, you know, as I said in my meeting last night, if that's if that's the, if us, that's the criteria, show us the numbers. Hey, if that's the criteria, we need to build more golf courses. Let's crunch. Like, we, we we don't we need to be tearing yeah. down a golf course. Yeah. This town. I'm so happy you said that. Like, let's it, crunch the numbers. And you know what? Also, you know, they they mentioned all weather sports fields, right? And they're worried about the maintenance on the golf course. Do you know how much maintenance is involved? You got to resurface those things for safety uh, precautions every ten to fifteen years, Kyle. Montgomery just had to do it. It's like you want to talk about deferred maintenance, dude. You're, I mean, and then you're looking at per square foot. I think Rodney told me, or no, per per square acre, and there's 175 on the golf course location. 25 to 30k maintenance per acre, per acre, per acre. Okay. Don't say. Yeah. <laughs> and this is a man that has numbers. This is a man that runs a golf course for the city of Sunnyvale. So obviously he's privy to the to the cost included. Um, I just back to my original thing. It's like okay, we only owe four million, and that's the way. That's the that's the angle it should be. Okay. Anyone who knows anything, you already have a beautiful golf course. Okay. You already have a land. You already have a beautiful drive ranch, and the fact that someone is saying I don't know who said that. Like, <laughs> It's too small of a driving range. That that is absolutely ludicrous. Okay, it's too small of a driving range because you had to take out half the stalls due to COVID, and we're reseeding the grass where there's another fifteen to twenty stalls. Like, are you kidding me? It's it's a fantastic driving range. Um, By the way, you know what you could probably do for one hundred fifty thousand dollars? Yeah. You, you could, could probably a, build a second deck on the driving range and double the amount of spot, slots there if you, you really needed to. You could do a lot of things <laughs> with 150 G-Birds, buddy. Um, but it's just, okay, so you look at that, and then you're going to redo irrigation, and it's that's going to help drainage. Redo, you, you know, four, two. It's okay. So down the road, at some point, someone who knew anything about the golf course operation knew that these, these things were going to have to happen. Certainly the two on the golf course. Okay. It's not like Legends was built yesterday, okay? That process started in 2005, okay? And they have till 2000. They have 10 years to pay that off. Are you telling me that some some budget guru can't find a way? And I know it's in an enterprise fund, but you, you put that building back into the general fund, you're cooking with peanut oil. Are you kidding me? $400,000 a year? You don't think you could figure that out, okay? 
And then the other thing I brought up, yeah, there's been greens fee increases, but not since like 2016. Okay. If you want, bring back the non-resident rig. Okay. It's the city of Santa Rosa golf course. Okay. At some point, there was someone at the city that said, well, maybe we'll get more play if we get rid of the non-resident fee. Okay. Revisit that. Yeah. It's a city of Santa Rosa golf course, not a county of Sonoma golf course. Okay, make the non-resident. And if you're telling me that some guy is going to scoff about playing five dollars more to go play Bennett Valley, by the way, at five dollars more, it's still the best value of any 18-hole golf course in the okay. county. Okay, so let's say let's say we do that, and let's say cautiously that raises non-resident rounds. Let's say we get of your of your say if we average it out at fifty thousand rounds a year, what what percentage of those would be non non-resident? Let's let's safely say eight it might be 10 to 15 let's say eight there's forty thousand dollars right there kyle forty thousand there's ten percent of your nugget that you need to cover the building okay you tell me some guy isn't sitting in a cubicle going so we're we're ten percent of the way home just right just right there <laughs> just just literally by by on, on his on his spreadsheet on his excel spreadsheet just going click he's like boy that was awful easy and then if you put this into the general fund, are you kidding me? Like they, 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 the fact that they are throwing around the idea to spend $150,000 on a study by a real estate firm, okay, that that further, that's like uh, Kings of Comedy, right? Um, Steve Harvey, he's roasting some guy in the front row. And he's like, hey, man, that's a nice sweater. What do you do? And he goes, Computer. And Steve Harvey's like, what? He's all, computer technology. And he and he calls it, he goes, what's your name, man? He goes, Boogie. He goes, Boogie. There's nothing about that usually says computer or technology. <laughs> and it's just, I always, that's a, it's a, that's a great line, but $150,000, that's just like, so if they can justify spending $150,000 on that when they've got all these bills that they're looking at, right? That they got too much money that they don't really care about and how it's getting dispersed. Um, this is a, this is a, this is an issue. They need to grind on it. You can circumvent this. It's not like it's a. I mean, in today's age, four million dollars over ten years. Obviously, I don't think they can sell the building. It's it probably some agreement there where they can't sell the. But they had to keep it. You know, like I know the liquor license can't leave there. That's one thing. Um, but you can refinance it some pretty good rates right now oh is there good rates right now this is no one builds a golf course expecting it to expire in 50 years kyle especially a municipal golf course and also one that is one of the most successful ones in the whole state you're just looking at everything the most populated state in the country by the way it's like it's like you're looking at the pros and cons chart and it's like how are they justifying this like where is where is the common sense city of santa rosa hire pay some guy like minimum wage where he literally gets to work from home and he has to do like one thing a week. But just to have him just like hammer the common sense bell or something like, nope, nope, not, nope, stop. I'm going to stop this dead in its tracks. I have a high school education. I make minimum wage, but even I know that we're stopping right there. It's like, uh, it's like Bones when he got one, one veto a tournament with Phil <laughs> when he was going to hit a stupid shot. Right, <laughs> maybe it was a round or a tournament, but like there's some guy in a cubicle. They you call him the veto guy. 
You can call him the veto guy. Like, nope, not on my watch. I don't know how it's gotten this far. They're looking at it for everything. And the tone of that meeting was pessimistic. Okay. It was biased and it was pessimistic. Everything that's going on right now, global pandemic, we need less pessimism. The media trying to scare us a little bit. We need less pessimism, Kyle. Let's 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 turn that frown upside down. Let's make sure that our our either glasses of water or Diet Coke or Diet Pepsi, let's get those half full again. I, you know yeah. what I mean? I like, could not agree more. You've got a beautiful property with so much, so much potential. That building has so much potential. Patio, the views, the things you can do there. How about all the weddings? All the quinceañeras, all the birthdays, all the retirement parties, well, not, all not the just, reunions. Not just that. And, the and, place brings joy to people, Kyle. And to give everybody a, a little context, the, the clubhouse building, I mean, I, I don't know exactly how many square feet this is, but it is like a really, you know, it. I mean, again, it's, it's brand spanking new. It's, it's 20,000 square feet? I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah, I would say it's probably somewhere, you know, in the ten to 20,000 square feet. It's big. It's big, really big beautiful. Deal. It's got a great view of the, uh, the back nine at, at Benna Valley, a huge patio. That would be very COVID friendly for and even you know, looking down one. Yeah, I mean, I mean, and that's we a, haven't even talked about people are bringing up now. It's a, it's a great fire stop. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, obviously, yeah, with all the fire stuff going on, but I mean, just the clubhouse building itself is a really nice building that has all kinds of potential. Underutilized. And and really, even before this all went down, um, you know, me and a lot of people that I know were so frustrated because, you know, the city of Santa Rosa chose. To be honest with you, a kind of lousy operator, you know, a lousy, you know, that's that, I mean, restaurant I, I, operator. I wouldn't disagree with that statement at all. And the thing is, the place has so much potential, and Bennett Valley is a pretty nice, affluent area. A lot of people, you know, would love if they just had some decent food and good drinks and good service there. Uh, that place would just be printing money, it, like absolutely printing money, and they've the just bo- never the been able to there. figure it out. The bones are there, and that's the thing is, like, you know, if this pandemic is able to kind of, you know come to an end and people are actually allowed to go out and eat again i i'm telling you right now man they could what they could charge to rent out that building and operate it it would be a popular place for to go on a friday or saturday it's it's crazy because the clubhouse just like the golf course is such a valuable asset the fact that you as you keep on indicating only owe four million dollars for that that's a civic treasure like if you if you wanted to if you wanted to hit the stop button right now and be like, wait, so you're telling me for $4 million and spending two on the golf course that we could have this driving range, this golf course, and these two buildings? Are you telling me you're going to walk away from that? That's how I wish they would look at it. Like that is, if you think about it in that context and you want to get rid of it, you, sir, are taking fucking crazy pills. <laughs> well said. Yeah, like, you need to go get your screws checked because you've got more than a few loose. Yeah, man, it's um, and it's so crazy too because if they were to get rid of that golf course and that scenario happens where, you know, yeah. oh, we need to Tires build a golf course again. Yeah. How, how much? Money, I'm going to be right there. How much money do you think the city's going to have to spend to acquire oh. land, develop, build a golf course, and build a clubhouse? <laughs> you think it's going to be six million dollars? Tenfold. <laughs> right? Like, I mean, stop it. It just, man, it's it's just. I mean, granted, I know. And I think this is part of the problem is that land is worth an incredible amount of money. It's 175 acres in a beautiful place. It's one and, of the most pretty municipal golf courses that isn't on an ocean. Well, and, and uh, thank you for saying it because that actually brings up another point that I didn't make in the meeting, uh, the Zoom meeting with the mayor last night. But I want yeah. is that 
you know, a lot of people talk about highest and best use, yeah. you know, for, for a piece of property. And a lot of times, you know, a golf course might not necessarily fit that case. I mean, you can certainly make the argument for a lot of places, your Cypress points, yeah. you know, your, your Ben Bennett Valley golf course, I think has a legitimate argument that a golf course is in fact the highest and best use of that. When you think about what it does for the community and really that plot of land in, in general, I, I mean, if I'm going to get mega dorky here on you, yeah. I mean, a golf course, you know, at its core is you going for a hike in a really beautifully manicured park and getting to play a game while you're walking, right? Mm -hmm. And a great golf course is basically a way for you to explore a particular piece of land. Absolutely. Somebody has basically mapped out a walking trail to try to highlight the best features of this piece of land. And in Benna Valley, you get hills, you get creeks, you get everything. I mean, it's just such a... The journey that you take around the 18 holes of Benna Valley is really pleasant. And you get to see a lot of beautiful stuff. As you mentioned, the wildlife out there, mm -hmm. the deer, the trees. Montana's you're in the middle of a Creek. valley. You know, you got all these beautiful, you know, hills of wine country on both you're sides. Surrounded. You're, you're in an amphitheater. I, I mean, you're it's, surrounded. It, it's just a, such a perfect place to spend a couple hours walking the land, spending time with friends and things like that. That honestly, if you think about it that way and think about the amount of joy oh. and, and the amount of just... <laughs> Some of my best just, memories. I mean, that's it. It's just everything it provides to the people that use it and the community that it sits in. If you put that on a scale of one to ten, and it's ten, name me something else yeah. that, at its core, it, you're going to get a ten out of ten in terms of a usefulness out of it. Totally agree. Yeah, I, don't, I don't think you're going to find it. I mean, it, it is so. It is so perfectly made for a golf course, and someone figured that out 50 years ago, boat, mm -hmm. and the community has responded by supporting that golf course yep. religiously. Yep. For decades and decades and decades, certainly my whole life. I'm 32 and, years old. And here's here's something I'm just now realizing that I am super fucking guilty of, Kyle. The first 25 years I played that golf course, I didn't appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, every time I'm S either, Same for the first day, 20 years of my life as well. Every time I'm either with the high school team or on a Marshall run out there, either looking down five fairway towards Fountain Grove or looking beyond six green into the valley up in the hillside. There's little shit like that. Looking down, right outside the pro shop, looking down one fairway. Amazing. It's little shit like that I didn't appreciate for the longest time. And now, with this bullshit going on, it's hitting all the fields. It's like, I can't imagine. Like, so, you know, the fun, the fun, and, and, and no one's really talking about it. I brought it up in the meme, but I guess I kind of broke up. The amount of fundraising that goes on at the golf course, whether it be at the building, at the clubhouse, or on the golf course, I mean, pretty pivotal to the community you want to talk about a golf course that loves its community and a community that loves its golf course i think that's a perfect example of what you got here and there's some people who on the city council they want to take that away to it's so short-sighted it's so short-sighted unfortunately it is incredibly short-sighted i, I mean it, 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 it i don't think there's a better word for it. It, it it's frustrating um but yeah i mean i'm so guilty of not realizing just of how big a gem that place is yeah i mean it, it really and and here's the thing is like I, the one thing i've been guilty of over the years is that I, as much as i love benna valley the yeah. one thing that has i've allowed to frustrate me in the past and it, and this goes for the clubhouse you know in the restaurant we we're talking about but it kind of yeah. goes for the golf course is that as much as i love the golf course that piece of land is so incredible yeah like, if somebody, you know, if the city really wanted to and had the money to do it, which apparently they don't because yeah. they're worried about this $4 million for a golf course, it's There's incredible. A lot, of, lot, lot of money in the general. Fund. I mean, you could build 
one of the best golf courses in the country on that piece of land. I mean, that's the, if, if that was a blank canvas and you brought in, you know, a really, you know, well, a really remember, sharp, really great, you know, architect. I remember when they were thinking about, um, you know, building a second course. Just out of Benton Valley Road a little bit further, kind just of. Um, on, you know, out there just short of Matanzas Creek. Uh, mm-hmm. Warner, I mean, <laughs> you, you want to talk about a tourist destination, Kyle. Uh, you know, you're going to have a, depending on the scale of what you wanted to do, you could easily have a preserve, Mayakama, Cordoval, that type setting where the thing would just, once people show up on the property, they could shoot 120. It still wasn't going to ruin their experience. And, and, and here's the thing. And this is why I was kind of getting out with the Bene Valley and it, the exact same thing would go for that project as well, is that even before uh, the pandemic started, the one sector of public golf that had been thriving over the last 10 years. Now, granted, you know, since 2008, you know, golf was an, an upward trajectory yeah. at, at a rapid pace for the first part of the 21st century. And then when the recession hit, you know, since then, golf courses have kind of slowly been closing. Mm-hmm. You know, less people are playing golf. And yep. granted, that, that, that's changed in the pandemic. But you know what one type of golf course that actually has been thriving this whole time and that, you know, has basically gone completely contrary to the way that all the other golf courses, mm-hmm. you know, except for Benavalli because it's been yep. successful the whole time, are high-end public golf courses. Mm-hmm. Those have been crushing it the entire time. There is a huge demand for really nice beautiful fun golf almost like a country club style golf Mm -hmm. that doesn't require a membership people are more than happy to fork over a hundred bucks in fact in the bay area for a nice they don't want to be tied to one golf course yeah for a nice public golf course people will not even hesitate Mm -hmm. to hunt you know kick down 140 150 bucks for a really great round of golf it's open to the public and santa rosa has some of the most beautiful places that if the city wanted to do it there's already been precedent set. I mean, oh, yeah. granted, they're not going to be hosting a PGA Championship or anything, but you look at like a Beth Page, you look at TPC Harding Park down in San Francisco, mm-hmm. municipal golf courses that have got this thing figured out where they built a, an extraordinary golf course yep. that is really, really nice. They charge a, a really great rate for its residents. They charge it's a weird, uh, they char- weird business model. They charge they charge <laughs> non-residents like a hundred and fifty bucks. Yeah. And you know what? You know what those places do? remarkable business and they are assets to their community and their you know their governments uh treat them like cathedrals and and, and because this, not because it's not only such a great asset for all of its community members but it's something that people all over the world know about people come from all over the world to play harding park to play beth page right these municipal mm-hmm. owned golf courses santa rosa is so beautiful if they just understood where they are i mean and that's the thing the North Bay area, there are no upscale public golf courses. I mean, you, and I'm not trying to knock, you know, Windsor and Rooster, right? Cause those are really nice golf courses, right? Yep. But if you're talking like high end, mm-hmm. like, you know, upscale public golf courses yep. that doesn't even exist in the wine country. Nope. It, and, and, it doesn't exist. There's such a market inefficiency for something like that to happen. And I'm not, I'm not advocating for Bennett Valley to become yeah. that certainly, but you know, it certainly I, could. But that's the thing. That it gets back to the point where this place needs more golf. There's not enough golf here yeah. to satisfy all the people that want to play. If there was, a, if there was another course close by that was similar to Bennett Valley condition wise, then they could absolutely go to that niche and be that next here. They, if they wanted to, if right. they wanted to go ten minute tee times and raise it to let's say eighty nine dollars during the week and one hundred nine on weekends, like a place like Gray Eagle does, mm-hmm. you know, where it's a niche market, a, right. a touristy place, mm-hmm. they absolutely could. Yeah, for sure. Um, 
I, and I know that for a fact just by the, the feedback that I get from the golfers that come from the Bay Area. It's like, you guys know you could be charging, especially right now, like $75 during the week, right? And I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, but it's for our residents. You know, that's what and, – and the other thing, you know, back to the sports fields thing, you know what those don't do, Kyle? Provide jobs. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Certainly like, not the same. Certainly not the same they, scale. They provide an initial job to the people that probably come from out of the area and, and build them, but those there's not there's no watering, there's no uh, there's no jobs created. We want to get rid of jobs. Um, that's just a, a small part of it, but uh, yeah. I mean, like, I mean, fuck, is it midnight yet? I mean, <laughs> we could just keep going and it, going. Uh, I feel like we should talk about. Uh, Maybe Spieth or something. <laughs> Our guy Kepka won a regular tour event. Uh, no, 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 you're right. There's, uh, I know we're, we're already at the hour mark, so we, we can't yeah. ke- we can't keep the folks here for too much longer. No. But yeah, I mean, uh, I, I don't know. Is I, I, email email the city the city council members. The, all their emails are on uh, srcity.org. Uh, you just got to inundate them. You just got to inundate, and it's and if you think that they've already uh, had their their mind made up, then they got what accomplished they wanted to in that first meeting. If you're a firm believer and and you believe that Benavella Golf Course as is should stay a huge part of this this community, mm-hmm. send an email. Yeah, and actually, you know what? Uh, on top of that, if you're somebody that lives in the community of Santa Rosa, do exactly as Boat said. Um, write the city council. If you're somebody listening to this podcast who doesn't live in Sonoma County that actually lives far away, exactly. It actually would be amazing if you guys could write a letter as well just saying the non-residents are just I, as important as the residents i love benna valley golf course even if it was like i I've, i went and played golf there eight years ago right one time and i i still have really fond memories it was so beautiful i can't wait to come back meaning benna valley golf course is going to be something that brings me back to santa rosa to spend my hard-earned dollars because that's happening every single day i was just telling a guy on wednesday it's like so still pretty busy huh and i'm like guys there's a bunch of the usual phases i'm like Dude, like two years ago, there wouldn't be a name on the T-sheet that I didn't know them and hadn't checked them in before. Now, every day I scan the T-sheet and I shit you not, Kyle, there is probably 30 to 40 names that I've never seen before in my fucking life. It's pretty amazing. Think about that. It's funny, too, because some people might say like 30 or 40 isn't a huge number, but again... You want to turn that in to a dollar i mean we're talking let's say cautiously 25 dollars per you're looking at a thousand dollars a day of revenue that you're not used to fucking seeing well get this i mean you said five i mean let, let's be honest with you like you said you you know people are coming up to you all the time being like you know you could be charging 70 something yeah. on a weekday right what if we make the non-resident rate ten dollars more yeah Nobody's going to bat an eye. Bet. You know, if you, what is a walking rate on the weekend is 45 for, you know, a resident for someone right now, it, it, $45 to, to walk for a resident. If you charge out of, you know, if you charge non-residents 55 to $60, nobody is going to stop playing. And so I'm, I'm on the other end of these angry phone calls when people call in and they can't get a tea time. Okay. No one has talked about this yet. And I just thought about it 12 seconds ago mm-hmm. when you were eloquently talking. Some golf courses let you pay a premium if you're allowed to book further out. Perfect example. 
Arizona. If you're willing to book your tea time fucking three months out, guess what? You're getting a discounted rate. Okay. Or sorry, no, uh, you're paying you're paying, higher, you're you're paying, paying higher a premium rate. rate. You're, you're paying a premium rate. Okay. Another thing that kind of got shot down like six, seven years ago. A golf tax. A golf tax? A golf tax. A green fee tax. You're gonna come take my guns? You're gonna take it? To- no, sorry, that was a no leg up thing. Like, but so expl- explain the golf tax, please. Arizona. I think it's a it's a it's a nine or ten percent golf tax. Hmm. So they have a green fee, and then you pay tax. That goes to the city and state. Doesn't seem like it'd be all that hard to me. If we're gonna go five percent golf tax on a thirty dollar green fee, you think anyone's gonna scoff at that, Kyle? Versus I mean, versus the alternative. Uh, again, I was gonna say I, I think some yeah, a lot of golfers be like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah. But then it's like, "Oh," or the golf course closes. Be like, "Oh, yeah, charge yeah. me ten percent if you yeah, have to." Actually, yeah, 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 yeah. Do whatever you need to. Like, I just just keep this here. You know what? You don't want to go tax rate. Put down a gratuity. No, no, hey, <laughs> no, hey, that's that's not so bad. You want to raise some really quick money? The problem is. We started the capital improvement fee, what, three, four years ago. Dollar for nine, two for 18. The city is hoarding that money. <laughs> and the smart people are like, so ipso facto, carry the two. You've got an account that's got a lot of money in it. Where is it? Hmm. That's fascinating. Where is it? That's fascinating. A fairway mower was recently purchased, and that is it. During that meeting, uh, assistant city manager lied right through his teeth, saying we've, re- we've run- redone tees. Not one. Since capital improvement fee started. I know. Like, I, I, Just I, throwing this guy nut right under the bus. But you know what? You have a public job, dude. You've got a city of Santa Rosa pension job. And I'm so disappointed coming from a, a recreation administration background. With a Bachelor of Science in Recreation Administration that the assistant manager, manager, and the director of Parks and Rec, Jen Santos, absolutely looked like dog shit in that meeting. It was hard to watch coming from my background. That's my personal opinion as a city of Santa Rosa resident. It was hard to watch to the point where they already had their mind made up. Schwedhelm was the operator contacted for any insight. Little known fact, Kyle. The city has not met with Bob in over a year. Oh, the operator of the golf course. One year. The city has not reached out to ask him about this at all. Are you thinking maybe something's been in the works, Kyle? where a bunch of people can't go uh, publicly and comment. It's got to be done on Zoom. Do you, do you, do you, you, you know, I forget the movie. I think it was maybe the Get Smart movies, you know, but where it's literally like, okay, I've got a city council that isn't big on golf or doesn't know much about golf and, and probably can be skewed with some, <laughs> and um, I've got a pandemic where residents really don't have a voice. Steve Carell, get smart. I've got a plan. (laughs) And I feel like we are all in that movie right now. A a satirical. We're in a satire right now, Kyle. That scenario you just laid out is really bumming me out. (laughs) We're in a satire. We are. And they were just banking on Schwedhelm not asking those questions. And they were really mad that Tibbetts, who voted... To consider doing the study, actually. He said, I think it needs to be stated that it's not the golf course's fault for the debt service payment on Legend. That was 
a city council in 2005. So it's kind of unfair that the golf course is being stuck with that, mm-hmm. considering there was the golfers that paid for the building in the first place. Mm-hmm. So at least he said that, but then he goes and flips and votes, yeah, I'll consider throwing $150,000 at a study that Bob or Jim or myself or anyone who knows how to work the Google machine could come up with those numbers. Rich Davidson, you probably know Irish. Merchandise salesman in the uh, in the area. Jones Golf Bags. He comments on my Facebook post. $150,000? They can charge me $150,000 and I'll call them fucking idiots. Everything's on back order, Kyle. Merchandise, clubs, everything, equipment, everything's on back order. You can't get a tea time unless you call one week out at Benna Valley. You just can't. And I'm voicing those phone calls, and they are irritated. And it's like, hey, you know what? You want to beat the system? You can actually start booking online at midnight. I didn't just say that. But you can beat the other people that call in at 7 a.m. by 7 hours. Don't be mad at me on the phone. <laughs> Change your tone. I and, love you. See you Wednesday. But that's what's so crazy. Like, Can you imagine? Like, I wish that the city, these city council members could hear these phone calls. Oh, oh you, wait, that, that would require them like doing their job. I wish they I think could that's hear these called phone being calls. diligent. Because it gets back to this whole thing of, hey, we need to, you know, we're thinking about repurposing a lot of this for soccer fields. We need more soccer fields. How about how about 5,000 phone calls of angry golfers frustrated because there's not enough golf how many, to satisfy how what, many, what our community needs? How many city parks and rec employees are sitting at home getting paid for to, to, to do nothing right now? Salaried positions. Get on the phone. Make some phone calls. For him justifying, you know, we have to be careful with how we, uh, we we tell our staff to use their time. Are you kidding me? Or just stop it. Do you think we're all idiots and we don't understand, understand how the city infrastructure works? Could just be better. I love that. That quote is so fitting. Just be better. Just do your job. Just please do You don't better. set up a meeting like that and then go, you know what? We don't have those figures in front of us. Sweat home. Did you ask Bob? I... No, that was we were going to do that further down the road. That's a direct quote. Well, that was uh, we were going to uh, discuss that uh, further down the road. For, for down the road, you, the, the mayor just told us the whole reason this happened is because there's a time restraint with Bob's uh, contract being up in 16 months. Oh, we were going to discuss that further down the road. How many lies would you like to be caught in this evening, Miss Santos? <sighs> so someone had to say it, Kyle. It's just so freaking fishy. God someone had it. to say it. I don't work for the city. They can't fire me. Someone had to say it. I've been biting my tongue too long, dude. Everyone's like, dude, what's the real deal? And I'm like, uh, uh. Yeah, man. We just, you know, just got to email. Email. Damn. It's so crazy because it, civic services is, you know, is itself a thankless job. But you don't do it unless you genuinely want to help make your community better, right? And I will give his, to his credit, Mayor Rogers. Uh, Phenomenal that job Zuma last night. night. What incredible! I they, told him the, the amount of patience and poise, dude. That that guy. I, I hopefully it came across when I yeah, first got on. That I thanked a, him for about thirty seconds because he absolutely walked into the lion's den. He's a and rock he star. Didn't, he didn't have to do that. No, he's an absolute rock star, and, and he one hundred percent. He deserves as as much praise you can heap on him. He seems like he gets it, and he's doing this for the right reasons. Yep. I, I I don't you know given the information I've learned about this both from you tonight and through you know reading articles and talking to people I, I don't get the sense that when it comes to when it comes to this issue 
that it, it just, again, I don't know. I haven't talked to these people personally. I don't know them. But I get the sense that they don't really have the same passion for trying to make their community better in the same way that Mary Rogers does because, th- again, this is something that not only contributes to the bottom line of the city as a successful yep. venture, but what it provides to the community of Santa Rosa is quite Worth literally invaluable. It, it, it's invaluable. It's invaluable. You can't put a price on it. And to consider taking something like that away, um, again, it seems so short-sighted, and it, it it's really a bummer, man. I, I, I just want them to do better. Because I just want them to do better, Boat. Billy Madison wants to quote, next topic, business ethics. <laughs> Eric's shitting himself right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. We got ourselves, and we didn't do it. The city has put us in a little bit of a pickle, but we just got to scratch and claw our way out of it. I mean, they need to look big picture. Quit being so short-sighted. If you look at it in the context, $4 million, okay, we got to put $2 million into the golf course for drainage and irrigation. By the way, again, let's let's And these two buildings, plus the land. Let's take this back real fast. $10 more. For non-residents, yeah, forty-five to walk for your resident, fifty-five to walk if you're a non-resident. Yeah, um, let's say that's ten thousand rounds a year that that qualifies for. Uh, boat, uh, ten. Ten times ten. I, I I know this one. I was pretty good at the Mad Minute. I got that as hundred k. Interesting. Oh god. So without really having to do anything, yeah. you have an extra hundred thousand dollars a year coming in revenue. Like I don't understand how the city. The, <sighs> moving past the four and two. Okay. And then guess what? You've got a building that you can rent out for a ton of money a month. And you've got greens fees coming in. You've got driving range percentages coming in. You've got pro shop percentages coming in. You've got cart percentages coming in. It was the biggest year for the driving range, and it was the biggest year for carts, Kyle, in the history of Bennett Valley Golf Course. Is this, it, you know, you're proposing this to a city administrator. Is that something you'd be interested in? Mm-hmm. Some some revenue that the the, the some the of that city, juicy the city tasty might be revenue, huh? in. I uh, mean, stop it. I, I have one other thing before before we put put a wrap on this boat. I do want to ask you about one other thing because I heard a lot of people in the Zoom meeting with Mayor Rogers last night. Yeah. Uh, granted, I, I got on a little late. Yeah. I, I kind of you know I had stuff going on. I forgot, and then I remembered. I, I jumped in probably an hour, a little over an hour into it. Yeah. And I heard multiple different people talk about hiring a management company for not just the the clubhouse for someone to run it, but for the mm-hmm. golf course. And I just, I, I didn't want to say anything out loud because this is not totally like, huh. that's a horrible idea. The golf course operation could not be run more efficiently. The golf course operation is basically filled with people that have been there for decades and decades that have so much experience it, and know-how with that property and that community that it could only get worse bringing in a property management company. Somebody, some guy on there. It could not be run more efficiently. I, I, I think there was a guy in there who... I mean, it was making a lot of good points, and I, I know he mean, meant well. Yeah. I was talking about bringing in like a Kemper Sports or a yeah. Troon or something like that. Terrible you idea. You bring those in for failing golf courses. You bring those in for failing golf courses. <laughs> Bennett Valley is not a failing <laughs> golf course. And by the way, do you think they do it for free? Yeah. Like, yeah. no, like that, that's another expense, yeah. a huge expense that the city, like, it's just, that cannot happen. Um, and again, there's no management company there right now. Hey, and the golf course is what, what's its reputation when it comes to conditioning and, and customer service? Oh yeah, it's exceptional. Country club esque. Um, <laughs> so here's the thing: you know, you know, we drive around town. What happened to the go local, stay local thing? 
Oh, how we forget, Kyle. This global pandemic has just got us all turned. It's got us all turned around. Turned upside down. (laughs) Stay local. I mean, I love it. Just the the irony. Oh, man. It's It's tough, man. It's a satire right now, dude. It's really tough. Mel Brooks. All right. So real quick, one last time. So what? What? Where can people go? What can people do? SRCity.org. Uh, you, you can you can see all the council members. Uh, and the worst part is Sawyer, who represents the Benner Valley area, voted to, for the study uh, preliminarily. That is so really tough. Yeah. So I'm assuming if there was one that was going to be flipped easily, it's going to be him. Um. After that, you know, hopefully Fleming, who admittedly said she comes from a golf family, reconsiders. That right there, if we, that's all we'd have to do to get four to three in our fashion. Um, so it's, I mean, it's yeah, we're up, we're up uh, a poop creek without a paddle at the moment. But we, there's ways of there's there's ways, Kyle. There's this isn't uh, this isn't our last hand. There's there's I mean there's um, a website being developed by Brian Fikes, say benavallegolfcourse.com. dot com. Uh, they're getting signs made, bumper stickers. It's going to be out there, not just for Bennett Valley residents. Okay, because I got news for you. People come from all over the city and county to come to Bennett Valley. It's, oh yeah, it's not just that bubble. Well, I mean, they probably see that surprised me because there's obviously so many other options I to play, be- play golf know, around. Oh wait, that's right. There's no other options. You know, I, I can't. I, I not to knock the fairgrounds, but I can't believe that people aren't just going. You know what? We're going to be fine. We've got the fairgrounds. You know, we're going to be fine. It, I, you know what? Save your money. I'm not knocking fairgrounds. It's a great nine hole golf course. I will course. say this: the fairgrounds. We learned to play great, golf there. The fairgrounds is great. It's fantastic. It's but yeah. That it's not it's it's different. It's not an it's not an it's not Benna Valley. It's, it's not a championship golf course. Well, and that's it. It's not a it's it's not even it's not even a full length golf course. Yeah, no, it's not. So I mean, oh, and then they were talking about Top Golf, but yeah, um, the Top Golf one. Like that's was, that's where I started to lose. I was, I was like, I was, I was like, these people. I don't know if you were reading my comments, but do I was, I was, not have a clue. I was literally on the comment section. I was like, mute. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. <laughs> um, but yeah, srcity.org, email, and even if. Even even email the good guys, Schwedhelm, Mayor Rogers, they were like Schwedhelm was like. I told Bob, it was like wa- watching that uh, agenda meeting. It was like watching Hollywood Squares, where you have the celebrities, looking down on other people answering qu- like trivia questions. I'm like the entire time I was watching that, I thought Schwedhelm was like going to come a screen down, and punch someone. <laughs> Because he was so to the point, he asked the questions that needed to be asked that the city was hoping weren't going to be. And Tibbetts, uh, the, the flip-flopper, but he brought it up, you know, about, hey, the golfers aren't responsible for this. This wasn't their decision. Um, neither was it the operator now. Every, and he, he was like, no. no. Current operator at the time, John Clackman, was like, this is a terrible idea. You can build a fantastic pro shop for $2 million. Now we go ahead and spend 10.2 and go $4 million over budget. Like, come on. Email the council members. And not just email them about saving and, you know, keeping Bennett Valley right where it is. Let them know that you are having them, trouble finding tee times and they need to build more golf courses. Like, they, they need to understand that it's like, it's not even a fact that like, oh. How's that, like, whole, supply, when, how's that whole supply and demand thing work, Kyle? I remember I didn't get an A in econ, but I think I got like a B or B There plus. is not nearly enough supply to meet the demand. And you know, Grant, maybe that's something for a private business, you know, owner to to take care of. Yeah, perhaps. No. Um, but you know, this this place needs more golf. They don't need they don't need less. We don't and need less golf. <laughs> don't don't need less golf. And on top of that, you because the, the city itself is getting smaller, Kyle. It's not growing exponentially. <laughs> you know, 
I, I've heard there's going to be like 82,000 residents next year. Yeah, I'm just, kidding. Just contracting. Like, like I mean, I, I'm I'm quite confident that my 30, you know, since I was born, I was born here in Santa Rosa in 1988. I don't know exactly what the population was at that time, but I'm pretty sure it was about half of what it is right now. In my I mean, lifetime, this the size of the city has doubled. I think we've grown by 50,000 50, people in the last 10 to 15 years. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I mean, I'd say fifteen cautiously, fifteen to twenty. So, you know, I remember seeing the signs: one hundred twelve thousand, one hundred twenty, one hundred nineteen thousand, whatever. You know, on, on Highway one hundred one. But I mean, one hundred seventy-six thousand residents. Now let's let's get rid of a golf course. Let's that, get let's get a let's get rid of their golf course. Let's I'm u- I'm usually it. I'm usually not one to tweet, but I did send a, a very sharp uh, a tweet to the city of Santa Rosa on the night that I the article came out, and I just. I wrote something, you know, granted it was a little douchey, but it was accurate when I was like... As long think, as you're factual, Kyle, I can handle it. Well, I was douchey. just like, since before I was born, Santa Rosa has really, more so than any other municipality that I know of, has just been shooting itself in the foot, yeah. just nonstop, and, and just making this a less awesome place to live, starting with when they basically bifurcated the entire beautiful downtown that we had by building a fucking oh. shopping mall right through the middle of it and basically and and now you know downtown santa rosa can never be a truly great yeah. you know downtown experience you got because everyone going if i'm going to a square i'm going to sonoma or hills yeah i mean there's just they're gonna, everywhere they're, they're every gonna, town in sonoma county taking is, their money out of the city it's just and they've done this and you know and they, they're the ones that allowed it to happen yeah. and all the way to something like this right they just they can do better. I just, I, and I want them to do better so bad, Boat. Like, my, I, my hot take um, when I posted on Facebook immediately, like five minutes after the article came out, after the agenda, is they're trying to cover up a huge mistake by making the biggest mistake they could possibly make. That's my hot take. A mistake that was made by city council, yes. mind you, not the community, yes. not the residents, not the golfers. It's almost like it's almost like the city council members from 2005 are like, "Please bail us out, rid us of this. We don't sleep." You know, it's almost like that's going on. It's just like, come on, guys, common sense, move forward. It's a tough scene, man. <laughs> move forward. This is a, a tough you've got scene. A great thing. You've got a great thing. Oh, uh, but you know what? I'm not going to allow us to end on a on a on a on a down no. note. We're talking yeah. about keeping that glass half full. So Absolutely. I want everybody to just remember how beautiful and how wonderful of an asset Benna Valley Golf Course is to the community. And I want to encourage every single one of you guys to do you know if you love Benna Valley even a fraction of as much as Boat and I do, just do the right thing. We would love you guys to basically just you know doesn't cost you any money. Mm-hmm. Write an email. Just tell them that you love Benna Valley Golf Course and you don't want to see it go. Yep. You know, share a story if you have the time. I mean, it's. It is such a community treasure that uh, it really, it really would be bummer for to see it go. So let's let's throw some positive energy out Absolutely. into the universe and get this thing. And, and make sure this is something that not only we can continue and enjoy. I fully intend on teaching my son or my daughter how to play golf at Benavalli Golf Course. You know, what, you know what the golf world needs is one Benavalli and two Jordan's Spieth. And we might have. Is that a transition? <laughs> is that so. a transition? I, mean, like right, that yeah, I mean, yeah, we're, we're right here. We got, we got a couple minutes here, Boat. Uh, I mean, so it's funny. We're recording this podcast on Friday or on Thursday, Thursday. evening Thursday. of uh, of Pebble Beach Pro-Am week, mm-hmm. actually. Yep. Um, I, I didn't even really follow what happened in the action today. I, I'm still marinating and t- thinking about the 61 that Jordan Spieth shot last Saturday. So yeah, I, so 61 there um, sprayed it. 
Spray, spray 61. Lost shots gained yeah. off the tee. Spray <laughs> 61. And we're not even going to Cost talk himself about. shots off the tee and still shot 10 under par boat. We're not even talking about the, the other big comeback by Kepka winning a, a non-major, but um, his back is healthy, admittedly, and he's... It's a Ryder Cup year. You got Cantlay playing good. You got Kepka playing good. You got Spieth hopefully playing good. What the? What, you got what, DJ playing good. What hole was it that Brooks chipped in and all of a sudden kind of took control? Of the, was that 17, seventeen? Was that seventeen? Seventeen for Eagle. You like that meme that's going around where like you know it's like Brooks looking at his caddy right before he chips that shot and he looks like like you know, I don't know what do you think? Event, right? should, yeah, what do you think? Like should we just win this? Like <laughs> I, I don't know. Like I guess you, you want to yeah. just win this? Like uh, all right, that's, that's awesome. fine. <laughs> good for the game. Uh, good for the game. Spieth today sixty five. Um, Cantlay sixty two. Tied. Uh, <sighs> I believe Tom Kite and David Duvall's course record. Like um, that Patrick Handley is, and that was impressive because they're playing some of the open tees. They've oh, got really? the they've got the tees back because there's no amateurs in the groups. Pace uh-huh. of play, they've got the tees back. Like on 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 ten, that that tee is. Uh, they didn't utilize it today, but they could. That that tee is right next to the nine. Grade. So here, my question to you is: if they're actually getting to play the open tees, so I, I think one of the things that's a huge bummer. Two is still a par five though. Right, so one of the things that's a big bummer is that most of the top players in the world are not playing at Pebble this week. I think yeah. I, I don't remember what the number was, but like one can't of the lay, top 20 in the world or can't something like that. number 11, and he's the highest-ranked player in the world now. And that's, first of all, it's really sad because yeah. you know a lot of the guys are a little jet-lagged after going for a cash grab in Saudi Arabia oh, last God, weekend. That irks me. And <laughs> you know, we, that's, that's, that's a discussion for another podcast. Yeah, exactly. And, um, and so, like, you just, the, you know, there's... Basically, a lot of the top players in the world, the people that are going to be favored, the people who can have their eyes on for the U.S. Open. Yeah. Now that there's no amateurs, it's almost like a like a recon mission. And now they keep them playing yeah. the U.S. Open tees. This has got to give, and I'd ask you, I mean, this, this has got to be an advantage yeah. for the guys playing this week to actually be able to get a chance and look at some of these tees, hit shots off these tees. You know, it, Green I, speeds I, I, are up. Yeah, I um, mean, yeah, this is great for Patrick Cantlay. I mean, if anything, you know, six, not not just the 62 today, but it makes me. Feel a little more inclined to maybe uh, last two maybe put some 60, capital on Patrick last, when, when last the summer rolls around. Sixty-one and sixty-two. That's strong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Incredibly, <laughs> incredibly strong. Yeah. Maybe we should get Patrick Cantley out to play Benna Valley. <laughs> what do you honestly? We what, sell tickets. We raise four. Hey, will you come every year so we can raise four hundred thousand one in one day? Be honest with me. Yeah. If you, if Patrick Cantley was, you know playing pretty decent like was, mm-hmm. was 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 i should say if patrick cantley was trying to score well yeah what does he shoot at Benavalley? valley mm. if he plays well yeah uh if he's trying to play well and is having a pretty a pretty decent day well the only part five for him is number five right the other ones are part fours and he's probably I'm still thinking right on the first tee. I'm like, all right, we're on 59. Watch <laughs> 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 the way that guy's hit the ball right now and rolling the rock. And he's he's from uh, he's from Long Beach, so you know he's used to the greens on the West Coast. Um, little little afternoon Poe ain't gonna get him off the tracks. Yeah, I mean that's the thing is like like any of the best players like you, you, if you take a DJ out to to Benna Valley. I mean that's the thing is like. Five is the only real par five, but yeah. even those guys, with how far they hit the ball in the air, yeah. they're still flying it to the top of the hill. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. You know, I mean, they're, that's like they're, they're not. They're not. They're still like, having. Hi, sh- they're not hitting hybrid. In. I mean, they're they're hitting four, five, six iron in. Maybe less. Yeah. Maybe less. Which is yeah, yeah. crazy. Like, I, yeah. but that is That'd not to, fun. 
it's just so much fun, man. And that's the thing is like Bennett Valley is so much. Sorry, I, I'm, I'm on Bennett Valley again. Yeah, man. no, I know. I oh, know, but, uh, yeah, man, good for the game. You know, he had a little like he what was it uh, like his best friend with her. He's standing next to the guy. And he got hit by a drunk driver think, on the, like yeah. on, on a street corner. Yeah, no, it was like it was like really. He had a, he had I think a, he, he was in the car accident as well. Yeah, because he, was, he, he went he on was, medical he, exemption he for was, he was away for from a long the game. Yeah. Um, but boy, like I said, Ryder Cup here like's good for the Americans. Start playing again. Ricky Fowler is lost at the moment. It's like he gets it going early, and then he like loses focus and ends up shooting like even. And it's like, come on, Ricky, hit the gas pedal. Um, but Spieth looks cocky. He looks confident again. His putting stroke looks like he's just brushing in four foot par putts. Like on fifteen today, he hit his birdie putt pass, and I'm like, he's not giving this much. He just freaking poured it right in. I'm like, okay, that's a Spieth, and that was the whole thing. His other aspects of his game gain confidence from his putting. Yes, like because that that was that was his that was his fucking rock, and he didn't have to worry about that. And when you're when you're when you're that comfortable with your putting game, you're not fucking sweating the irons and you're not even sweating the tee shots because it's like all I got to do is fucking get it thirty feet. Fucking, it's got a good chance to go in. You know what I mean? Random question for you. Yeah. And, and well, first off, and this is a question that I heard on a bunch of bot you know podcasts yeah. uh, last weekend. You know when they were recapping stuff that went you know the mm-hmm. the waste management and everything like that. If you had to say yes or no right now, is Jordan back? Uh, all all signs point to yes. Yeah. My follow-up question is, yeah. do you think golf fans love Jordan Spieth for the same reason that basketball fans love Steph Curry? And if, if, if you want me to elaborate, yeah. one thing that people love about Steph Curry is that even though they can't do anything that he can do, he's a lot more relatable because he's – kind of our size i would say he's he's not you know he's the kind of like the guys like you can watch him and people at least can in their head can be like man i could do that maybe one day relatable i would say relatable i would say approachable uh likable obviously you look at their sponsors um they're just everyday guys and you, you it just comes out it just it just it just shines through in their interviews whether it's on radio or on tv like it's just there's a there's a connective almost like just that that type of personality where you're just drawn to it you know what i mean speece out there spraying the driver all over the place and people watch him like i could do that Guy hasn't won a tournament dude, in three years and he's, he's still out, making what 30 mil off the course and he's sitting there dude he's canning what 30 yeah. 40 footers yeah. and stuff like that and people are like well just the same like steph curry like they can't really do that but they could like they could watch towards be like man i could fucking do that this guy's yeah. my guy he's yeah. just like he's That's just awesome. like me and he's been working hard and you know he never he, he he's never made excuses no ever um so he'll officially be back when he wins hopefully it's this week but i think he's back without him actually having won i think he's back serious question I, I just, for you i just see yes he's gonna win a major this year did it feel did, did you feel uncomfortable seeing justin thomas without his polo ralph lauren logo on his <laughs> bra- on his left breast it's funny thing is it's still it's it's still a polo shirt it's not the big big horsey <laughs> on there um <laughs> Yeah, no, it's a different look for sure. Now Smiley's got to carry the carry the oh, torch. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Smiley and Horschel, they got to carry the torch. Polo better uh, hope better hope that Smiley's getting a lot of airtime on Thursday and Friday because the well, brand is not going to get represented I on mean, a lot of weekends. It's really going to hurt when Jordan leaves Under Armour for Polo. <laughs> oh, please don't, please don't, 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 don't even put that in to the all universe. of our Under Armour fans out there. I don't know. I've been in pro shops lately. I'm not seeing much merch. Oh. I could definitely see Jordan jumping yeah. on, there. and he fits everything. He's got the the clean cut, no beard. I mean, he fits the mold. The Davis Love the Third, the Freddie. You know, he fits the he fits the mold. 
Uh, I'm just joking. I uh, love you on armor. Well, speaking of the no, no free ads. When you're talking about seeing stuff in the in the you know in in the golf shop, I think this is a perfect transition to to our end here. I mean, yeah. it's been a while since uh, we've gotten together. You, you must have a, at least a couple tales from the golf shop here since we uh, since we touched base last. Yeah, I mean it's. I think people know now that it's like okay, really nice to get out of the house. People's attitudes have gotten better, um, but. <laughs> i still like the people that find a way to complain and this was this is the first young person complaint i've had and it was on wednesday and we were slammed obviously with today's forecast you're gonna get 20 to 25 more people out there just because like nope i gotta go today it's gonna dump tomorrow right so if i had to guess say 15 year old Playing with uh, playing with his grandpa, riding in a cart, and they played the front nine in two hours and seven minutes. And he comes in without a mask on. He pulls his shirt over his over his mouth and goes, "Hey, just out of curiosity, it's a little slow out there. What's the average nine hole time?" And I, I'm like, okay, I look at the heat sheet. I do the math in my head. I run numbers shorthand math all day. I go. Uh, he actually played like three minutes faster. He's all, no way. I go, how fast do you think you should play on a packed golf course on a, you know, public golf course where anyone can come play in? It's 68 degrees out there and absolutely gorgeous and the conditions are great. (laughs) I, I, that, that's, I, I, it's so slow out there. And I was just like, all right. This this is going to be a problem when you're older. If that's already your take, if that's already your stance, oh. Mm. And I'm like, I, I'm pretty good about having that talk with my high school players, right? Like, hey, ten years down the road, if I've seen you have turned into one of these people that I freaking blog about or podcast about, <laughs> I'm gonna fucking call your parents. <laughs> I still have their contact info. I'm gonna fucking, I will call your parents. Uh, Uh, it's just uh, some people are just i don't know if they're born into a situation like that whereas they're just taught to complain you know what i mean but it's like dude you're out there playing golf with your grandpa what do you want what do you want the time you want the round to go faster (laughs) you know what i mean it's like it's not your time friend yeah it's like you're playing golf with your grandpa kid like relax and have a fresca (laughs) (laughs) oh great call yeah that's (laughs) too i I can't even imagine, like, when I was growing up, if you got to play, like, nine holes at Benna Valley in two hours and seven minutes, you think me you're walking on a golf course and being like, damn, like, why did I have to go so fast? Me <laughs> like, or yeah. you would have ever posed that question to Bob or Jim or Rodney? Do you think we would have ever had the cojones to do that? I wish somebody could have told Rebel Ray that their, their round of golf was taking <laughs> way too long at two, at, at two hours and seven oh, minutes. Re- Rebel Ray would have been like, I'm going to the parking lot. <laughs> I can't deal with this shit anymore. Oh. I got to get out of here and get some fresh air. R.I.P. Rebel Ray. Oh, man. He was a good one. Absolute treasure. A little short fuse, but he was a good one. Hey, you know, but that's that's another thing that's so great about Benna Valley is, like, it's always been a place that celebrates characters. great characters, man. Like, it's just some... some Drafo, maybe the best ever. Yeah, just... just like maybe a, the best ever. Oh, yeah. It's, Steve Vanilla? I mean, come on. It's just an amazing, amazing place, man. What, a, what an awesome spot with awesome people. 
I still I still think Steve Vanilla only worked at the golf course for Ladies Day. He was Is so, that true? He was so popular. I don't know if I ever I don't think I know Steve. Oh, uh, he was he worked once or twice a week for like a four hour shift, probably probably Monday afternoons and Thursday mornings. Uh, yeah, far out. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies man vanilla is what they call him. Oh but, uh, incredible. Oh, uh, he was awesome. Oh God, that yeah, is fantastic. Oh, well, that's great. Well, Boat, any um, any, any p- parting words, anything else you want to get out there before we, we bring this thing to a wrap? Email City Council. Let's yeah. quit closing, yeah. closing golf Please, courses. everybody. Because somewhere down the road, you're going to be like, just like we talked about, we need more golf courses. Like, let's just look at a cost analysis. And, and not just that. And that's what they did. Not only, you know, write them talking about wanting to save Benna Valley Golf Course, but experiences again, everything I'm, everything just I'm, everything in the cons- you know everything i'm being 100 percent serious if you're somebody that lives in this town and you have you know hey you want to go play benna valley on a weekend you kind of figure it out with your buddies you know your you know family on you know a tuesday yeah let's go play this weekend oh what's that there's yeah. no tea times because it's stacked because yeah. yeah. there's a lot more demand than there is supply reach out to the people at city council they they hear from the soccer players yeah, that there's not do. enough soccer fields but you know what golfers probably don't reach out to the city because golfers unlike people playing soccer they're paying their hard-earned money every single time they go out there they get that this is you know something that cost costs money to maintain and everything like that and they're just so thankful to have it already Absolutely. they wouldn't dream of just calling out the city and be like hey you need more golf courses yeah. you know soccer players hey they just they're going out there using the field they might pay a you know fee for their league or something like that but yeah. you know they they, they they don't have nearly as much invested right so they, they're like hey what the hell like i'll just throw it out there yep. you know what it I got the the word from last night from Mayor Rogers. If the if the soccer players can say they need more soccer fields, the we golfers need, have every right to come and say, "Hey, we, we need, need we need more access to golf." Yeah, absolutely. So if if you have the ability to do that Change and reach out to city council with that as well, I highly encourage you guys to do that. Great point. Absolutely. That's all I got. Absolutely. That's Me my too, last buddy. note. All right, boat. Thank you very much, brother. Okay, it was man. great. Uh, it was really great to see you. I think everyone's got to be in the studio. It does, uh, there's uh, a little bit of disconnect when I'm sitting in the man cave. I mean, this is like, come on, we got to get to the studio. This is this is this is the Rolls Royce, man. This right. is this is this is what we. I'm, I'm Paul committed, studio only. All right, beautiful. All right, on that note, everybody have a wonderful week. We'll be back soon. Until then, adios, adios. adios.